This is Unreddited with countless screaming Argonauts for the week of July 25th, 2011. Welcome to Unreddited with Countless Screaming Argonauts, the show that looks at some of our favorite Reddit stories of the week. I am TFabP, the fabulous penguin. And I'm Max. And I am Manhattan Man. Welcome, gentlemen. I think we should jump right in. Go ahead, Max. You got a good one. Let's uh, let's let's hit it hard. All right. Well, this is, this is on Reddit in in several stretches. It goes Reddit co-founder Aaron Swartz charged with data theft faces up to 35 years in prison. And a $1 million fine. Anybody hear about that? You know, I heard it, and I actually went to Reddit to look for a story about it, and I got distracted by, I don't know, something else. <laughs> Someone who lives in the house? Oh, yeah. 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 T- today I learned something about somebody else, and I, uh, and I didn't follow up on it. This guy, another wonderkind, uh, Aaron Swartz. If I understood it right, he's 20 now and, like, did all this amazing computer work. Aaron Swartz, 24. He's no longer with Reddit. He has been arrested and charged with stealing more than 4 million documents from MIT and JSTOR, which is an archive, I believe, that that is located on the MIT campus, full of scientific journals. But the thing about it is that... It's all public domain information. Hmm. Yeah, I read a little about this, you know, and my first reaction was, this guy's like the double A Julian Assange. He's like he hasn't really stepped up to the majors in terms of stealing data, you know. Yeah, not with not with his public uh, records and stuff like that, right? I mean, am I am I missing something? Isn't that everybody get it? Right? Yeah, I mean, isn't that what that means? Look what I got. Oh, yeah, I got that, too. <laughs> you know? These documents were published before 1923. This archive has archived them, aggregated them, and organized them, and and theoretically deserve some remuneration for their efforts. Compensation, sure. Yeah, but on the other hand, it's public domain stuff. And what he did, why he broke the law was that he took too much too fast. He set up a second computer. He sneaked into their network closet and uh, hid some recording devices. They, they shut him down. He popped up again somewhere else, and, and he sort of just kept at it. And since then, there have been sort of copycats that have published stuff on Pirate Bay and whatnot. And, uh, and I was thinking... Stuff from the 1920s. Right. Public domain records, but he stole like four million of them. My question to you is, you know, what do you think about thirty-five years in prison for stealing public domain records? Public domain stuff from that. I, I to me, it sounds like a vendetta more than a uh, than a legal issue, doesn't it? Well, and and furthermore, JSTOR has said we don't want to prosecute. So how's that for vendetta? Yeah, it's for not sure. like they're missing anything. They, right. Their stuff, stuff that they coordinated, was taken against their rules and policies. So, so they have a rule that says basically you can download this much information, and he right. ran around that by downloading more faster than he was supposed to be allowed right. to. 
by getting a second computer and creating a second. So isn't this like isn't this like you know if you're driving on the highway and it says the speed limit's 55 and you go 65 and they arrest you and say they're going to put you in prison for 35 years for that? Yeah, kind of like that. Maybe maybe like the speed limit is 25 and you're going 190. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, I can see that you know going to jail. When did the conversation change to the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should be going to jail for 35 years for that. No, no, it seems it seems like a vendetta. There's a couple of quotes that I that I pulled along with this from anonymous coward. Uh, he wrote, "Every scientist hates journal publishers. They're parasites that control access to content someone else created, and that the taxpayer has already paid for." And then he huh. says, "How can I get on his jury?" <laughs> Which, of course, with the name anonymous, you're probably not going to be. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think if you if you were and I don't know how true this is, the the founder or one of them of Reddit, yeah. you're gonna make news almost no matter what you do. Right. If you, you sneeze know, hard you're gonna make news. Guy who started Twitter, you know, ties double knot kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mizzy says the thing is everyone recognizes there are costs involved. And, would, and most would consent to paying a small fee for access. And, the, and then I quote down a little bit. If you are an individual, though, you are forced to pay $35 plus for access to a single article. Ah, so now we're talking about money issues. Right. As opposed to just, yeah, isn't this in some ways like what Google Reader was doing with its uh, uh. The books? Right, right. Isn't it real yes. similar to that? I mean, you know, they're they're taking basically public. I don't know what you call that, a book like that. It's in the public domain. It's the same public and, domain, yeah. And making it available, but because you're the one that's doing it, you get you get to charge a fee for that because you've organized it, mm-hmm. or you, or you've uh, categorized it, or you've uh, collected it all together in one place. Right. I don't really have a problem with that because you are providing a valuable service, and to that end, I think you deserve to be compensated for it. People have to make the choices to whether sure. or not the compensation that they're looking for is what they want to pay. Right. I, I guess the issue for me would be more about the 35 years for for something like that as opposed to, you know, I mean, if he was fined X amount of money because that's how much it would have cost him or or something like that would seem to make a lot more sense mm. than than an arrest and you know. But then again, you know, is that what's actually going to happen? I mean, even if he was convicted and and totally dealt with, that he wouldn't end up being in jail for thirty five years. I mean, you know, I think that's that's what could happen. What could happen? Yeah. But uh, the next article I had here says J Store settled claims against Aaron Swartz and said they suffered no loss or damage. And ask the government to not prosecute. And the government is continuing to prosecute at this point? My understanding is the government is continuing to prosecute. And Yeah, but the government will continue to prosecute because somebody said don't prosecute. You know what I mean? Right. That's, yeah. It's like, who are you to tell us what to do? They're spiteful, like nine-year-olds, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in some ways, you're right. I, yeah. I agree. So anyway, I, I thought that was interesting. I've got uh, tons of stuff here, but we probably better continue. Well, let me jump in with one while yeah. we're we're on the on the subject of things that are getting us pissed off. All right. Um, 
I, I on self Reddit, self ask Reddit this week, there was an uh, there was a a thread by by a guy by the name of Minifig eighty one, and basically his question was was would you support mandatory drug testing to get Medicare or Medicaid and food stamps? And then in his explanation, he says, what I mean by this is that when you apply, you have to be drug-free in order to get the benefits. During the year, you get randomly drug-tested, uh, and if they found illicit drugs, you will instantly be banned from the programs for a year. And the reason that this one really caught my eye is because, as you guys know, I have a master's degree in social work, and the focus was on social policy. Yeah. And we used to deal with these kind of issues all the time. And, and I had lots of professors who would talk about how there are people who feel that if you're talking about some sort of, and I'm going to use this term just very generically, being on the dole, whether it's food stamps or welfare or any kind of assistance or whatever, mm-hmm. that there needs to be some sort of punishment that's associated with it and that people lose track of the fact that we're talking about, A, real people with real issues and problems, and B, that we're talking also about the Constitution. And and the comments that ran through the, the whole thread kind of supported that. There were people who said things like uh, Sunrise Lies said, no, I'd, I'd rather support more education and help finding jobs than simple drug testing. Another guy, perfectly cromulent, said, why would you support starving or denying medical attention to people with drug addictions? Yeah. The, flip side, the flip side, you know, is that whole punishment thing. And there were people who said, yes, 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 for the love of God, yes, VM espionage. Every social handout should require drug testing in capital letters, no exceptions. I'm so sick of paying for people to smoke, drink, and shoot up while I'm staying sober and dealing with the stress of holding down a nine-to-five job. Or another one, uh, Mispa, who said, I love this idea. To take it a step further, I think welfare participants should be doing community service at least a couple of days a week to earn their bread as well. The streets need to be swept, the roads need to be repaired, etc., etc., so I wanted to throw that out and just see if you guys, you know, had an opinion about this subject and also what your thoughts about the comments were. All right. Well, here, here's – they said they were going to throw you out if, for a year if you, if you were illicitly drugged, right? If you were found right. to have an illicit substance. Now, I think we know as sports fans that – Drug testing is very difficult. Chain of command is very sure. difficult. You start talking about millions of people here, potentially, you know, False testing. positives. You got you got problems to begin with. Sure. How about the guy who genuinely is trying to kick it? Okay, the guy is a reforming or reformed smack addict. He's taking methadone. He's taking methadone legally. And he's showing up at Wendy's every freaking day at 5 a.m. And he's doing his thing. You know what you just said? You don't get any help for a year. Right. I, I, I think you've got to be really careful with the extremes. And when the people go, yes, 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 make them all do the busy work, clean the streets, etc. You know what I think of? I think the Nazis ran a hell of a railroad in 1930. 
And that's that's a, it's a bit of a mess. I think that's going down a pretty slippery slope. I, I yeah, I agree. I agree. What do you think, Max? Well, I think that if you kick a drug addict off clinical care because he failed to stay off on his own, you're sort of reinforcing the bad behavior. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. I, I think pun- it's bad. And you're policy. trying to punish, yeah. Yeah, and, and in fact, when you mentioned the word punish, I thought, no, this is about making everybody's life better. And I know that's a broadly theoretical term. First of all, it's not egalitarian. I, I think we should help the people who need it the most. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, I, you know, I think there's a lot of anger out there, and I think it's uh, there's some of it that's, that's misperceived. Uh, I think sure. a lot of... Anger gets focused on people on welfare, uh, particularly. It's it's like last week we talked about uh, the space program and how much it doesn't cost, right? And, and how much people react to that and think that it's a right. huge part of the budget, and then realize how little it really is. And and you know, being a liberal, I'm going to say it: the military-industrial complex pours money in, into their favorite happy places, and the the people with the lobbying get. Stuff from the government. Right, and poor people don't have lobbyists. Right, so uh, there's no education of the population on how little they cost. Medicaid costs. Uh, that That's fair. And uh, generally it's it's assumed that preventive But so do drug addicts on the streets running uncontrolled and creating crime and, and all the other things that – But even work – make work programs. You know, you, you want them coming on your porch and sweep? Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there's a whole big thing down in Alabama right now about about that with the uh, migrant workers. You right. know, Alabama had that new law about the migrants and, uh, and, and keeping a lot of those people out of the country, uh, out of their state, I mean. And, and so they have, like, millions of dollars of produce that's not being picked. Mm. Yeah, but let's and they want to have criminals – they want to, they want guys out of prison and they want people on welfare to be doing the picking and it's it's not working and they're you know they're talking about millions of dollars being wasted in the fields genius strategy you know? yeah i have to say that there was one individual who wrote and this was i i thought the most coherent uh, reasonable presentation about the whole thing that i saw in all of the uh, in all of the comments the the guy's name is weirds and he said, this is the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution. And then he quotes it. The rights of the people to be secure in their person, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches, etc., etc. Right. And then he says, drug tests are searches of person. Being poor is not a crime and is not probable cause to search for crime. Receiving benefits from the government is not a crime and is not probable cause to search for crime. We drive on the interstate system, which we pay for using tax dollars. Should everybody be randomly drug tested to keep their driver's license? Should farmers be drug tested before receiving their subsidies? Can I demand a drug test of the leaders of any religious group that claims a tax exemption? Just because it's easy to kick around welfare recipients doesn't mean we should. No, 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 and fucking no. <laughs> he sounds like I me. thought that was yeah. I thought that was just outstanding. So yeah, I I think that uh, well, this occurred to me today. God is not in the Constitution, but the pursuit of happiness is in the Constitution. 
God is in the Constitution. I think he's in the first ten words. Not once. The word God is not in, and your maker, which you're probably referring to, is in the Declaration. Interesting. Declaration says, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Actually, and, and says the pursuit of happiness. So I'm wrong, too. I thought it was in the Constitution, but it's not. Well, anyway, I think that's, uh, that's our civic lesson for the day. That's how I saw this. All right, you well, know. just being the wild-eyed liberal that you are, it figures. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's why I do what I do. <laughs> well, and that's a fair point. I, we're never going to get there. That I think too many people misperceive what may be called largesse by the government toward poor people as what's causing the federal budget problems. It's not really very much of the problem financially. No, it's not. We, we, you and I have been over this lots of times before. Countless screaming times. Right. <laughs> okay, so what else you got, Max? Um, I've been spending some time on the WTFs a little bit. I'm hoping that, that we can put these links in. There's one that goes must dot 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 look dot 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 away from <laughs> imgur.com from Drusi. And it's just fractal kind of image of these three different colored, like, pencil points. And, and you zoom in on it, and it becomes the next one. And you zoom in on it, and you just constantly zoom in on it. And you kind of have to force yourself to close it after a while. It's just a... Uh, sort of like pencilception. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but probably. It's an inception joke. You know, a dream within a dream within a dream. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that. It's, it's, yeah. it's very fractal. <laughs> Which we've talked about before, and uh, hopefully we can put a link on it. And, and I just liked it because of the way they wrote it. Must look away. <laughs> you know, it's, it's Shatnerizing. Shatnerized. I got another one that said, I can't use my arms, let alone my hands. It's another active video that we'll have to put a link to. Let alone my fingers to do this. This guy does a handstand on two fingers. Ouch. Just, just a little tiny bit. It's, it says in the video... One of only two people in the world known to be able to do this. <laughs> now, there's a uh, real good... Uh, um, Use of Reddit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, because I wanted to know. Now I want to know who the other guy is. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I, I want to know the same thing. There's, there's a section called, Oh, Audible, you have just fucked your users. It's about audible.com. And I know I'll, I'll let you guys uh, lend your opinions on it. Polaris says, please give this the front page in the hope that they change. This is a truly WTF move on behalf of Audible. And a shame to George R. R. Martin, writer of Game of Thrones, for, for allowing this to be done. What they did is they split his book, so it cost two Audible credits to get it. Oh, okay. I'm trying to find the name here, and, and I don't have the name of the next guy. He says, I haven't been a member for long, but since about February, I think, I've always remembered seeing this for extremely long books. So that's the opposite of it. You know, should are they are they milking Game of Thrones and, and long books, or is it In just... General. Yeah. Now you have to excuse my ignorance on this one, but is Game of Thrones a uh, bestseller it's, kind of it's thing? It's a TV or? show right now. It was just made into a TV show. It's very popular. I think okay. it's on HBO, and I don't get HBO, so I don't 
I haven't seen it, and you haven't seen it, but it's it's kind of the the rage uh, show right now. Um, in fact, I got a picture in Facebook of Scott Sigler, who's a guy that uh, John, that you and I know, uh, listens to a lot of his books. I listen to a couple myself. I got a picture of him standing next to George R. R. Martin, like with the shit-eating grin, going, "I'm just such a fanboy." So uh-huh. Apparently, yep. it's a great book, and and uh, and this guy thinks that Reddit should make it the top of the the list. To because Audible has made you pay two credits for this right. particular right. for this particular book. Now I don't I don't buy a lot of books. I, I download a lot, but I don't buy a lot of books. Yeah. So I guess my first question would be: I, I'm not aware of. Do they like normally like does Amazon charge more for a bigger book? I mean, well, you know, if you get the the latest Stephen King novel and it's seven thousand pages long, that's that's where the the debate seems to go. Some people say, yeah, it's really not unprecedented at all for a big book. Well, it's interesting because, you know, Audible is in the business of selling, just like everybody else. So they're going to obviously want to make, you know, maximize their profits or maximize their ability to make money. 34 hours of reading. Right. Which is longer than a normal... Right. But somebody else said, I got a book that was 50 hours and they only charged me one credit. Yeah, I mean, it's in, in some ways, you know, remember, Max, we were talking a, a while ago about how authors are getting screwed by these mm-hmm. companies on the audio books. Because the audio books are coming out, the companies are making their same amount of money, but the authors are, are getting paid less. Mm-hmm. You know, in some ways, that's that's the market trying to find itself, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. This is. I mean, you know, if they're charging two credits for it, and a few weeks down the line, they realize that it's not selling. Because it's two credits, they'll do something about it. They'll drop it to one. They'll. Yeah, I think it's you know. normal market. The more I think about it, I got a couple of more things. Uh, on on This was under what the fuck, I think. USB wall plug, have you seen this? No. Electric outlet with two USB recharging outlets included. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, new. Just just by the by. It's got two 2.1-volt USB connector ports right next to your regular uh, grounded 3.110 wall out. Yeah. It's interesting because I just – I was in Chicago just this last week returning from New Mexico, mm-hmm. and right outside the um, the gate where we were, there was a electronics recharging station. Sure. And it had basically a bench that you sat on, and you could plug your stuff into it. Cool. And it had USB chargers right then and there, right, built into this thing, but it also had plugs. So, I mean, that, that was uh, the this precursor. This is the first one I've seen, but it makes perfect sense. I, I, yeah. I don't know about the uh, – electrical wiring of it because it's 110 versus 2.1 you know uh, volts uh, but I imagine that I'm sure there's a way that you put capacitors or resistors right. and you just step it down and then something right. you know about electronics sure. yeah listen to the fabulous Alva Penguin in capacitors and resistors <laughs> that's alright we're going to have a Tesla conversation in a minute or what? here we go you know, I was there just going to say <laughs> Capacitors and resistors and ohms and amperes and 
Welcome to Cowboy Screaming Argonauts. Whatever. The electronic show. <laughs> That's right. I got a TIL uh, that I think we mentioned, Penguin, weeks or months or years ago. That we I do that off, Max. We're ahead of the curve. <laughs> so we'll call this an update. Do you remember asking at some point, or one of us asking, whatever happened to the Star Wars kid with the lightsaber in the box? <laughs> I can remember having that discussion, yes. Well, I don't remember specifically wondering what happened to him. but <laughs> Well, I was wondering. Today I learned the Star Wars kid's real name is Gislain Raza. He's now the president of a conservation society and working on his law degree. After he fueled on the Internet, he dropped out of his Quebec high school and was diagnosed with depression and checked into a psychiatric ward for children. However, Champ Wallace submitted this article. He's now grown up. He's looking fine. And uh, he's got a law degree, and, uh, and it's a happy ending. That's amazing. Yeah. So one good story in, in a world of not-so-good stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, gentlemen, we're at the 30-minute mark, and you know what that means. That means that all this other good stuff is going to have to wait. I have good stuff. Oh, man. That means we're going to have to say. That means we done Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that means thanks, Reddit. Thanks, uh, Talk Radio Reddit, for giving us this opportunity to to broadcast on the intertubes. And uh, we look forward to um, doing this some more. I, right. I, got, I got one more that's got to go out on this. Okay. Today I learned that Reddit has hidden leet speak and LOL interface languages. <laughs> and this is posted by the KL. Nice. <laughs> and this is what no you one do. will get that, but that's all right. 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 That was that was for you, Manhattan man. Uh, open your preferences page. And you really you have to do this. This is worth it. Click on the interface language drop-down menu, and between Korean and Leapview Kalba are the 1337 and LOL options. <laughs> you can get your Reddit in LOL. Wow. And some of the things that are in the LOL, just in the reference page, it goes, your, you are, preferences with a Z. See, yeah. <laughs> has been updated. You see it? I've seen it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> C-O-N-T-N-T language. And, and it's just butchering this language in a really silly, fun way. Clicking options, O-P-S-H-U-N-Z. It's just spelling the same words. Right. It's stupid language. Yeah. In, in, the, in the Internet shorthand of, of uh, this generation, right? Right. In LOL. Display yeah. links, L-I-N-K-Z, W-I-F, WIF, Reddit toolbar, <laughs> open links in new window, don't show links after I has licked them. Yeah. Um, you know what would really be sad? What? Is, that, is to find, like, people who do that on purpose and, and like, keep it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be pretty sad. Content under content options, it says, I am adults and wants <laughs> pet porns. Required to number two view SUM Reddits. So check it out under references. Under language preferences. Under language yeah. preferences. There's <laughs> one and enjoy language. yourself. Yeah. But listen, if, if you really do that, it's time to get out of the basement. And, and 
Tell you about it. Well, listen, gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you. As always, some fun stuff. Good thank stuff. Thank you, Penguin. Thank you, Manhattan Man. It was good talking to you. Take care. All right. Good night. Bye. Hi, this is Miss Nicole of 8 Beer Sampler Productions. You've been listening to Max and T-Fab Pete, the fabulous penguin of Countless Screaming Argonauts, the podcast of record. Listen to their podcast adventures at csapodcast.blogspot.com or download it free from the iTunes Podcast Store. Just search Countless Screaming Argonauts. The boys love to hear from you, so email them at csapodcast at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to show your allegiance to the show, pick up some CSA swag and help make the boys famous. You can purchase hats, shirts, and mugs, along with other appropriate gear, at Cafe Press. Click the link on their webpage. And thanks for listening.